Just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The prophets of America, the true prophets of the great empire at the end of the world, the United States of America. The prophets, uh, I'm going to give you verses out of Revelation chapter 11. I was given a reed, like a measuring rod. The angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar, those who worship in it. Exclude the court which is outside the temple. Do not measure it, for it has been given to the nations. They will trample the holy city for forty-two months. That's the great tribulation. And I will give power to my two witnesses, the two witnesses, Jewish and Gentile, a corporate group of witnesses, not individual men, corporate peoples, Jewish and Gentile believers who have met Messiah, who are born again. This is one of the mysteries that God would reveal and open the would reveal the mystery at the end of the world. These two witnesses are born again. They are corporate individuals as corporate peoples, Jewish and Gentile. They will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. In repentance, they prophesy in the first half of the seven-year tribulation. For 1,260 days, three and one-half years. These are the two olive trees representing Israel as the root and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth, the witnesses, the testimony, the lampstands of, of God, Jewish and Gentile. If anyone desires to harm them, fire proceeds out of their mouth, devours their enemies. If anyone desires to harm them, he must be killed in this way. Yes, they will be killed. But in the way in which they are killed, the murderer will be killed in the exact same way. They have power to shut heaven, that it may not rain during the days of their prophecy. They have power over waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every plague as often as they desire. 
When they have finished their testimony, the beast that ascends from the bottomless pit will wage war against them and overcome them and kill them. This beast is at the beginning of the second half of the tribulation. The uh, son of perdition, the man of sin, does not become the beast until midpoint in the tribulation. Then he will wage war against the believers, the Christian believers that are Jewish and Gentile. He will overcome them. He will kill them. Their dead bodies will lie in the streets of that great city, a great empire, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. He was crucified in the world outside of the vicinity of the holy temple, or of the temple grounds. Sodom and Egypt, the world and the decadence of the fallen man in his lust. Those from every people and tribe and tongue and nation will see their dead bodies for three and a half days. The three and a half days is a reference to three and one half years. Not three and a half days. Three and a half years. The years of the great tribulation. They will not allow their dead bodies to be put in graves. Those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them and make merry and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on the earth. After the three and a half days, after the three and a half years, the breath of life from God entered them. This is referring to the resurrection of the body of Christ who will ascend to the clouds, into the clouds, and stand before Christ at the judgment seat of Christ. Verse 11 again. After the three and a half days, the breath of the life from God entered them. They stood on their feet, and great fear fell upon those who saw them. Yes, the world will see the resurrection of the children of God, of Christ. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. These are the words that will be spoken when Christ commands his children that have been in the grave to come with a shout. And those who are alive that are believers, they also will ascend jointly to the judgment seat of Christ. Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud while their enemies watched them. Verse 13. At that same hour there was a great earthquake. A tenth of the city fell. Seven thousand men were killed in the earthquake. And the remnant were frightened and gave glory to the God of heaven. The remnant the remnant of Israel, those who still are alive and remain, the remnant, they will now give glory to, to the God of heaven and Christ, their Messiah, is now going to reveal himself to them. 
the second woe is past, and this is only after the resurrection of the body of Christ. Then Christ will reveal, Messiah will reveal to the Jewish people, the remnant, who he is. And in Zechariah, it says that they will weep, every man alone. Verse 14, the second woe is past. Listen, the third woe is coming quickly. Then you'll have the final trumpet. Verse 15, the seventh angel sounded. There were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this cosmos, the kingdoms of Satan, have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. In Matthew chapter 4, Satan offered Christ, gave Christ an opportunity to serve him. If Christ would serve Satan, then Satan would give Christ all the kingdoms that were in his power. And these kingdoms are in the power in the hand of Lucifer, Satan, to the very day, to this day. Uh, many uh, doctrinally don't believe that is the case. They believe that that uh, Christ really owns everything and rules everything. No, he doesn't. This verse proves it. At the time after the resurrection, then the angels will say, there will be the voices saying, the kingdoms of the cosmos have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. We're right at the point where we're entering into the millennial kingdom. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, who is and was, who is to come, because you have taken your great power and begun to reign. So he is not reigning yet and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. The wrath of God is after the resurrection of God's children, of the born-again people. After that event, then you will have the wrath of God. Many Christians feel that the wrath will come in the Great Tribulation, after the, you know, at the end of the Tribulation, the last three and a half years, Scripture says the wrath comes after the resurrection. We are spared from the wrath. The Christian, the believers are spared from the wrath of God. But we are always uh, <clears throat> the chastising hand of God. And the, the uh, punishments and the chastisements, again, are for God's children. They're not wrath. They're just correction. The wrath is for the end, for the wicked. But we are disciplined by Christ, otherwise we would be uh, children without a father. <coughs> Excuse me. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. And, and the time has come for the dead to be judged, and to reward your servants, the prophets. And the saints... And those who fear your name, small and great, and to destroy those 
who destroy the earth. Verse 19, the final verse of Revelation chapter 11. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And there came lightning, noises, thundering, an earthquake, and great hail. The prophets of God at the end of the world. Revelation chapter 11. Two corporate prophets, Jewish and Gentile, a multitude of prophets, not two individual people, a multitude, many ordained of God for this time, ordained of God for our age, a multitude who will prophesy for 1,260 days during the first half of the tribulation. People throughout Christianity, uh, many talk about the great outpouring of God and the great signs and wonders that God is going to perform. He's going to perform them. But the final outpouring of the Holy Spirit begins in totality or in total or in fullness on the first day of the tribulation. Up until that time, yes, there will be pockets where God is moving. Here, pockets there, pockets everywhere. People ask, where's the move of God? Look around. Look around. The Holy Spirit is not limited. He can, he can uh, have a move and pour himself out on young people, children, children. Not young people, not in their 18, 19, 20, 25. No, children. He can pour his spirit out upon a nation. He, like he did in, uh, in, uh, here in America in the 1960 and beyond for about the next 16 years. The Jesus Movement people, the Jesus Movement experience in America. This was a national outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the baby boom generation here in the United States of America. Eventually that that uh, the Holy Spirit would move into Europe, into uh, Central Europe, Eastern Europe, into Russia, Romania, Ukraine, that, well, to some degree Ukraine, but Romania, Hungary, Then there's the pour outpouring of the Holy Spirit on cities. I know I grew up in Longmont. In 1975, there were two young boys that were killed in a drowning accident, who died in a drowning accident west of Longmont, west of the uh, Metal, Metal Park in Lyons. They uh, were drowned up in what they call the Bowls by Pinewood Springs. And that started a move of the Holy Spirit in Longmont for about the next two years. Hundreds of high school uh, students met Christ. This was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Longmont, Colorado, 1975, 6, 7, 8. There was an outpouring because of the, the, the death of two young men. Many young people in the high schools got saved. There was, I have a friend, he talked about a outpouring of the Holy Spirit 
in the like 64, 65 in uh, Eaton, Colorado. There was a pardon me, there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You know, many of the Pentecostals hear about talk about the Azusa Street Revival. God is not limited. There was the revival to the the baptism of the Holy Spirit to the black communities in the 20s and 30s, I believe it was, which was the foundation of either was the Assemblies of God or the Four Square Churches. I, I forget which one. At the end of the world, in the time in which we live, there will be that final outpouring and it will be again in unlimited unlimited everybody has been waiting many Christians that are Pentecostals they have been talking about the move of God is here the move of God is there yes again Holy Spirit no one knows you can't limit him no one knows where the the, the wind comes from no one knows where the wind is going we as the, that have the Holy Spirit we have the reality of that of of Christ's sayings. Whenever the Holy Spirit decides to blow and move, He will. There was a move of the Holy Spirit in Southern Colorado. I talk about this all the time. I'm going to continue to talk about it. In 1991, James Dobson leaves California, moves to Colorado Springs, and prophetic people from all over the country. They knew this was a move of God and they descended upon Colorado Springs like gold panners would descend upon a stream where there's somebody yelled gold. There was a move of the Holy Spirit but that, sp that move ended in about the turn of the century because it had become contaminated. It was not holy. It was not righteous. It was men full of ego. Women, prophetic women, prophetic men, everybody stealing words from one another, everyone jousting, uh, pushing, uh, nudging, trying to be at the top of the heap. This is not God's way. Never has been, never will be. God appoints His prophets, and He sets them, just like He sets members in the body, every one of them as it pleases Him, God ordains His prophets for specific duties. He gives them direction for a specific purpose. But prophetic people are very ambitious. Ambition always ends up in disaster. And the Holy Spirit lifted off of that move in Colorado Springs. He lifted and he waited to relocate. And his decision was to relocate into northern Colorado. And his decision, Christ's decision, was to relocate, but this time hide it. He didn't want to reveal it. He wanted to keep it secret. Wanted to keep it a mystery. He wanted to just hide it. He does that. He had to hide Christ. 
when Christ was born. He had to hide him. He had to hide Moses when Moses was born from the wrath of the king, from the wrath of the world, the cosmos. The same with Christ. Had to hide Christ from the wrath of the cosmos. With the prophetic people, God, same principle, will hide them to protect them, to keep them from moving ahead of God's plan. The prophets, until they see the Holy Spirit move, the maturing process is to make, to allow them to wait. King David said he had to wait on the Lord. This is a principle that many of prophetic people have not learned to wait on the Lord. No, you have a gift. You find out you have a gift. You enjoy the gift. You enjoy what you do prophetically. And so you take off. And you don't wait. And what you do is you leave the protection of God. And eventually, if you destroy yourself, you lose the anointing of God. This is one thing the prophetic people, the true prophets ordained, one thing they protect above all things, their anointing. They protect the anointing because without the anointing, anything they do is going to be of the flesh or of the soul. Pastors who are called to ministry and they get involved in something illegal, they may have the... uh, Charisma, they may be intelligent, they may be gifted naturally, but once they lose the Holy Spirit, then anything they do, they are building with wood, hay, and stubble. When the fire comes, everything they have done will burn. Prophets must protect your anointing. And to protect that anointing, you have to become more sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You have to be careful. You may be gifted. You may have abilities. But without the anointing upon you, without God directing you, then you're going to have to retrace your steps and get back to where the Holy Spirit began to depart from you. One thing with the prophets, the successful prophets, is they protect at all costs their anointing. And whenever they have done something that causes interference, static, with the God of heaven, they will pray and wait Find out where they missed it, what they did to interfere with, to to uh, to stymie or to whatever they have done that that interferes with the intensity of the Holy Spirit on their lives, on their mind. They will find out what that is, and they will take care of it. They will repent, and they will uh, repent of it. And God will forgive them. Then they resume. The, the spirit moved to northern Colorado. 
and three counties, Weld County, Larimer County, Boulder County. Does that mean that the children of God in southern Colorado don't have the Holy Spirit? No, they do. But a plan for the area, that is what has been, they've been, uh, uh, the Lord had to dismiss and leave and go a different direction. But the believers, no. Holy Spirit is with, the Holy Spirit is with us, even if we make our bed in hell. But, with a purpose and a plan, just like with the Jesus movement in the 60s and 70s. It was a 16-year period. It was a 16-year period where the Holy Spirit poured Himself upon baby boom generation in this country. Jewish children, Hebrew children, and Gentile children. <clears throat> the principle is always the same. The Holy Spirit, as a river, flows into the Hebrew community and into the Gentile community. Otherwise, he would not be righteous. He must flow to both peoples. We'll be back to go into the second half of the first hour. Rick Rodriguez. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money 
because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And podcasts for the program are on 1360khnc.com, then down to the podcast section, and then to the Olive Tree program. I uh, prepared various topics for today. I was going to talk about the cosmos and how the cosmos, Satan's kingdom, the center and the focus of the attack from the kingdom of the cosmos is on the church indirectly or directly on the people of God on the people of God that are dedicated to the Lord, that are desiring to grow and to allow Christ to be a part of their lives daily. But it narrows down to the people who have been called to positions in the apostolic world. Yes, there will be apostles in the time in which we live. There will be these men, no women. There are no, there's no such thing as a female who is an apostle. Females can have the administrative abilities, but no, there will not be female apostles. And there are husband and wife teams where you have a husband and wife apostle t- apostolic team the wives can work with the husbands, but the the uh, ways of God cannot be violated. There are no women apostles. So the world, the cosmos, the focus of the satanic attack on the church is directed at the apostles of very few who are ordained to be apostles and the prophets of the time in which we live, especially in the United States of America. And the reason I say that is because the United States is in the Bible. It is Babylon the Great, Revelation 17 and 18. 
And this is the kingdom of the coming Antichrist. And the Antichrist cannot. He will go to war with the prophets of God. And Revelation 18 makes it clear that the apostles at the end of the world and the prophets at the end of the world are going to be martyred. Now, I also had thought about Psalm 83. There is going to be an attack on Israel. The terrorist groups are going to attack Israel. I'm going to talk later about the great, great, one of the greatest prophecies to Israel that no one knows about. 1 Kings chapter 8, the day that Solomon dedicated the temple. That prophecy is a complete prophecy to the Jewish people. Not to the Messianic Jews who meet Christ, not the Christian people in Messiah, to Israel as a nation. I was going to talk about Isaiah 47, which is about the United States of America in the Bible and how this country was birthed through witchcraft and how it will flourish through witchcraft. But eventually the witchcraft, the sorcerers, the magicians, all those in the occult, in the different sciences of the occult, will not be able to save themselves nor this country. I was going to talk about Daniel chapter 12. There are these people that lead many to righteousness. These are the apostles and prophets in the time in which we live that lead many to righteousness. But, going back to the prophetic people in these three counties, Weld, Larimer, Boulder. You have been, I, I meet many, many prophetic people. I hate to say you have been in a prophetic camp. That No, I don't hate to say it. I need to tell you. You have been in a prophetic camp which hit a ceiling. It peaked. It has not gone deeper into Christ or higher into Christ into the understanding of the time in which we live because it's a camp. <clears throat> you are trained a certain way but you don't look at the scripture and you don't look at the signs of the times and you don't interpret the scripture accurately and many are casual they say things that they want to be the first to, to give a prophecy. Well, this is this is going to happen. I'm going to meet Donald Trump. Donald Trump's coming to this area. Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. There are those that say Donald Trump is going to win the next election. Kim Clement. Kim Clement did have accurate prophecies, but he did have prophecies where, <clears throat> because he didn't know the time in which we lived, he was inaccurate. Donald Trump is not coming back to be president again. This prophet says he's not. And I say he's not because the Bible says he's not. Donald Trump is in the Bible. Not because I say so, because I have found it. He is in the scripture. Whether you like him 
whether you agree with him, whether you hate him, <clears throat> whether you think he has been a good president or a bad president, it's irrelevant. Ahab was a terrible king over Israel. Terrible, ruthless, evil. He and his wife together. But the fact is, God puts people in positions of power as it pleases him. Whenever he wants to remove them, he will. So with Donald Trump, you may think what you want to think, but you got to view, you have to, you must view him from the scripture. That is in 1 Kings chapter 8, verses 41-2. And in Second Chronicles 6, 6, verse 32. And in Revelation chapter 17, verse 10. The riddle of seven kings. I'm going to try to get to these. Not today, but in the future. Prophetic people. You who want to be prophets, you who want to be prophets, you need to make sure you're called. We are all prophetic if you're born again. We all have intuitive ability. We are to use that intuitive ability to protect ourselves, our families, those around us. We are using these prophetic abilities to speak words of comfort, joy to people, to encourage them. Then there are prophets that do uh, speak a word, a righteous word to people. I have a friend who, or I, I know of a man who uh, there was a a uh, husband-wife team. They had a church. And the in the relationship, the sister, she had the authority in that relationship. Her husband was mm, kind of like Ahab. And they were given a prophecy that she was she had a a Jezebel spirit. She didn't heed it. She just assumed that she didn't have it. Well, they lost everything. She lost her health. Um, it was it was a disaster. Many women, you sisters that are listening, many of you. Many, many prophetic people, Christians, sisters, women, I'm being honest with you to protect you from the angels, the fallen angels. You need to know. People around you, even your husbands won't tell you. And even if your husbands did tell you that you have a Jezebel spirit, you wouldn't believe it. One thing about a Jezebel spirit, that spirit blinds the individual. Men can have a Jezebel spirit too, a controlling spirit. But sisters, you have to be careful. Because if you have a Jezebel spirit, you really have to pray and ask God to reveal it to you. And you have to be careful. Just because you have abilities. I know many, many women that are very gifted administratively. They're intelligent. They, are, they can do it all. But I sense 80% of the time a spirit upon them 
that everybody is afraid to address. Nobody wants to address it. Their friends, pastor, husband. This is the age of a Jezebel, the Jezebel spirit. We're in that age. The final years before Christ returns will be an age where the spirit of Jezebel will be not just evident, but it will cause destruction in assemblies and in families and in the prophetic world. Satan knows how to to destroy a prophetic move. You send in Jezebels, people that, women who are very intuitive, but they're very destructive and they don't know it. And it's very difficult for men to address it because then the men are attacked for being uh, chauvinistic or uh, inaccurate, wrong. They just hate the individual. There was a fellowship that I was affiliated with in Denver, children ministry. And I went in to work prophetically with the, the brother. He was Baptist. He had a church to children. He needed help. My wife and I agreed to assist him. But we assisted him more prophetically than, yes, we did pick the children up, take them to the services on Sunday. Yes, we did do things during the week to, you know, with uh, around the Thanksgiving, we would go pick up turkeys and we would take turkeys to some of the families. But we worked more prophetically. And there was a, an individual who had a second-hand store. And he would get donations to give, you know, to the store, and then he would give clothing to the children in the fellowship. Well, there was something that I didn't like about the guy's name was Mike. And I just, something was wrong. And finally, I told the pastor, I said, this man is using you to, people are donating to him And then, yes, he is giving clothing to the children, but he's giving them whatever is left over that is not on a a hanger on one of his racks. So he's taking the best of what is being donated and putting it on a rack to sell it, and he's giving these children the second-hand, third-hand clothing. Well, it took the pastor a little bit that he he really didn't believe it. But then one day he said that he saw some clothing that had come in and he found that clothing, it was nice, on a rack and he said that was supposed to go to the kids at the rec center on Sunday. He had about 30 to 50 kids that would come every week from the homeless area there in East Aurora. Well, it was a day before Thanksgiving and... uh, We'd gone out to give turkeys, stuff like that. And I, I told him, I said, Brother, there is some punishment coming to this man. This man, God is going to punish him. God doesn't like what he's doing. So there is some kind of a judgment coming. I just want you to know that. Thanksgiving came that 
the day following on Friday, I get a call in the morning. And the pastor said, brother, can you come down to Denver? I got to see you. I said, okay. So I met him. We got in his truck or his car. We drove over to where the the clothing, the little secondhand store was. It had burned down. It was still smoldering. It caught fire on Thanksgiving Day and burned to the ground. Well, then he said, you just told me that God was going to do something. I'm telling you this because this is the prophetic world. People that are in the prophetic world. This is what we do. But you must do it. With the anointing. You can't do it just in yourself because you know something. You must do it in the anointing. Now, going back to a Jezebel spirit. He had two young girls that had come to him and said, God told us to come and work with the children. And we want to help you with the children. And we will come. And uh, we will help you. Well, because he needed hands and feet and eyes. He said, okay. Well, I got to spend a little time, my wife and I, we got to look at these girls, and there was something not right. And I finally went to the pastor. I said, these girls are not supposed to be here. He goes, what do you mean? I said, they're not supposed to be here. They, he said, no, they said that they're supposed to be here, that God sent them. I said, no, God didn't send them. There's something with these girls that's not right. And he said, well, no, I'm pretty sure that they're supposed to be here. I said, well, okay, I'm just telling you. Well, eventually, he talked to the girls, and he told them what I had told him. Well, they immediately began to tell him, well, you know, brother, pastor, he is a male chauvinist, and he hates women, and he... uh he is he is threatened by us because he's uh he's basically seeking power and uh so there was a little conflict well eventually we decided to get together at a denny's on like a tuesday night and i told i told the pastor i said no i'll sit down with them i'll tell them to their face they're not supposed to be here so we got we sat down and we ordered our dinner, and then I just said, okay, what is it? You tell me what your problem is. And they told me, well, we God told us to come and, sp and help this pastor. We're helping him. I said, well, I know you believe that. I said, but, uh, but the Holy Spirit is telling me that, no, you're not supposed to be here. You, there's something about you, too, that something's different. Well, they didn't like it. They accused me of being a chauvinist. They accused me of hating them. They didn't like them. It was a personal thing. I said, no, it has nothing to do with that. I'm going to have to finish when we get back. We're going to continue with this in just a second. Rick Rodriguez. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693.
Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. 303-888-8891. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. finish the story so we sat down we had a conversation and they accused me of everything they told they basically said that I hated them which I didn't that uh, I was seeking power which I wasn't I uh, and other things I was a male chauvinist which I'm not but eventually I wasn't going to get it go anywhere and I just told the pastor I said well I said brother this isn't going to go anywhere. Uh, so I went ahead and many of us just left. Well, they stayed with the with a gentleman that was helping them that was uh, supposedly assistant pastor, which he wasn't. And uh, he eventually 
finds out they're not even Christians and they're working with a non-Christian church. And he couldn't believe it. And he told the brother that night, the pastor, the next morning I got a call and he said, can you come down to Denver? I'll buy lunch. I better talk to you. So he tells me the story. They're not even Christians. They're working with a non-Christian uh, facility church. Well, this is what the prophetic people, you must be, you must have your integrity intact. You cannot have any guile in your heart. Christian, you, you prophetic people, if you have guile in your heart, if you have motives, if you are, if you are pushing to take a front seat, you're going to get to that front seat and you're going to be shamed because Christ is going to put you at the back and everyone's going to see it. The prophetic people that God is going to use, you must be righteous, you must be holy, you cannot have any guile in your heart, you take the position that the Holy Spirit gives you. You take your ambition and you nail it to the cross. You take your, your uh, strife. You nail that to the cross. Everything that you are naturally, you've got to put it on the cross. And what you desire, there it says in the Proverbs, there are many many devices in a man's heart. But the counsel of the Lord, that will stand. Prophetic people. God is going to have his prophetic people here in northern Colorado. I'm giving you the qualifications. I'm going to continue when we get back to the second hour. Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. 1360KHNC.com for podcasts. Sisters, be of good cheer. Have a, be of a... Have peace in your heart. I got good news for you. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Kristen Thoburn. A funeral is being held this morning for Weld County Deputy Alexis Hines-Newtz. She was killed in a hit-and-run crash north of Greeley on Sunday while she was driving her motorcycle and a driver in a minivan hit her, then left the scene and fled into a cornfield. That man was later found and arrested. That service is not open to the public, but it will be live-streamed on the website of Foundations Church in Loveland beginning at 10 a.m. 
Two parents are facing murder charges after the death of their own toddler. She died of a drug overdose in January. The grand jury in Brighton has indicted Alonzo Montoya and Nicole Casillas on new charges as of Thursday. Both were originally accused of child abuse resulting in death. The DA says the two took part in a drug trafficking ring before, during, and after their daughter died. They're also said to have regularly manufactured and distributed some of the drugs in front of their children. An autopsy showed the two-year-old girl had both meth and fentanyl in her system when she died, and the amount of fentanyl was some ten times the amount necessary to kill an adult. DA Brian Mason. I don't believe this is the first murder charge related to fentanyl in the state of Colorado. It is the first one that I am aware of involving a young child. And I believe it's the first that I am aware of, of of this nature anywhere in the country. Both parents are in jail. The trial date or dates haven't been set yet. I'm Jim Williams. The Mesa County Sheriff's Office says a man has been arrested after a traffic stop led to the discovery of 90,000 fentanyl pills. Adon Carrillo Murillo was arrested during that traffic stop and is facing numerous charges. It should be a busy weekend, leaf peeping through the central to northern mountains. If you're going out to take in the colors, just be aware of your surroundings. Park in designated areas, stay on the trails, don't feed wildlife, and don't leave trash behind. Generally, just be courteous. Former Denver Bronco Emmanuel Sanders made his TV debut this morning. He's the newest part of NFL Network's game day morning show. I'm Kristen Thoburn. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress-free, and climate-controlled. A modern fleet of in-town, door-to-door, and across-state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 9510592 
Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Out of town and the sound of that good gospel beat sits a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel group. You could hear yourself sweat He walks in Eyes black as coal And when he lifts his face Every year in the place is on him Starting soft and slow And we're back for the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. During the week, I host The Present Truth from 2 to 3, Monday through Friday. Podcasts for this program my program on the during the week, 1360khnc.com to the podcast section for the Present Truth or Olive Tree Ministry. Okay, <clears throat> sisters, you need to be warned if you have a Jezebel spirit. Because what will happen is the Holy Spirit will take you out of service. You will be taken out of service. I'm warning you. Sisters who are very, very gifted, but you're not moving and operating perfectly in under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to... The angels, Paul warns about the angels... And he's not warning about the fallen angels in 1 Corinthians. He's warning the women 
about the fallen angels. You must have someone in your life, whether your husband or a pastor that is mature, that you, that protects you. The covering that it talks about for women should have their head covered, meaning protection. Sisters need to be protected. Your covering is protection. People around you that are mature. Prophetic women need to have mature prophetic men around you. Men who are not afraid to tell you the truth. Many men will not tell a woman who has a Jezebel spirit. She has a Jezebel spirit. They're afraid. No. I have sisters, women, that in my world that I depend on in the family and outside of the family that are prophetic. They are very accurate. I, uh, one sister began to give me prophetic words in the late, at the end of the last century. Another uh, sister here eight years, six years, seven years ago, another sister, sister recently. I depend on the prophetic words within the family also. I depend upon these prophetic words. And with each word, I, I do pray to see what the interpretation is. And I am protected because and given direction and I know that I'm going the right direction because of these prophetic words. And I pray for these people they be protected. D.L. Moody had a sister who went to every one of his when he would uh, what was it he, he would do he was uh, evangelism Every time he would speak, she was there in the audience interceding for him and praying for him. She died, and D.L. Moody never preached again. This is the power of women who are prophetic, women who are godly, women who are interceders, inter, that can intercede, intercessors. Ministries here in northern Colorado were successful because of, of intercession through prophetic women and men. I don't receive, uh, very often do I receive a prophetic word from, from someone that's a male. It generally comes from women. So don't think that I am against women. I am not. I absolutely depend on the prophetic insights that these sisters that have been involved in my life, that God has sent to speak to me, I'm dependent upon these words within the family and outside of the family. So, for those that women who may think that I have something against women, no. I've taken the position Paul had. You need to be protected from the angels the fallen angels. I watched what happened in southern Colorado. 
with the prophetic women down there. Full of ego. Jezebel spirits and nobody would address it. Nobody would talk to them about it. Prophetic women all over this country realized what was going on. And they could see the Jezebel spirit working down there. But the men were afraid. They were cowards. Didn't want to address it. Well, with prophetic moves, they have to be protected. Here in northern Colorado, to protect the prophetic move here, God is all wise. The wisdom of God. He had to hide it. And who is he hiding the the prophetic move from? Prophetic people. He's got to hide it from prophetic people because of ego. Competition. The flesh. And he's got to protect it from the occult. Don't forget about the occult. Then he had to protect it from the another great evil. Religion. Christ always makes it clear, or it is clear through the teachings of Christ and his teaching and the teachings in the Old Testament. The great evil upon mankind was religion. Not just the occult religions, the pagan religions, but even eventually you come you 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 begin the children of Israel begin with a poor with a pure a pure message from God for them the 10 commandments pure but by the time messiah comes that pure religion has morphed into something that Christ had to come and judge he had to come and replace it and it was the leaders of what Judaism had become that crucified him. And they worked together with Rome, with the civil authorities. God had to protect this, what he's doing in northern Colorado, from prophetic people who are ambitious. From religion, meaning true, true religion, born-again people. And then also from the occult. The Holy Spirit told me about this in 2007 when I was doing my Present Truth program in, in Las Vegas. That was the name of my program, the Present Truth. I took that out of Peter. There is a Present Truth. Then, at the time that Peter wrote and was ministering to the Christians, there was a present truth. Messiah had come. Messiah had shed His blood. Forgiveness of sins. The Holy Spirit poured upon all man. A new experience. God inside of you. Redemption. Atonement. There was a present truth at that time. We have a present truth today. And I had prayed when I started my radio broadcast in Las Vegas. Lord Jesus, 
What from the foundation of the world, what was the name of this program? From the foundation of the world, Lord Jesus, what was the name of this program? The present truth. I didn't know what I was going to name my program during the week. But the Lord Jesus told me, the present truth. And this weekend program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I didn't plan to make it a radio church, but uh, one of the men that was with partners with Joe Jaquin, Eric Cedarstrom, he said, I've always wanted to have a radio church. That's going to be your radio church. He opened the door for me, and that's how I am here today. <clears throat> I should give you the whole testimony. So God, the Lord told me in 2006 in Vegas that there would be the move in northern Colorado to protect it from religion, protect it from ambition, the ambitious prophetic people that will, they will fight to get to the top of the heap. They'll be just like Jacob when he came out of the womb with Esau, grabbing Esau's foot, heel. But there is a prophetic, deep prophetic meaning with Esau and Jacob. Esau would never follow the things of God. Everything that Esau would do would be for his selfish self. Jacob, on the other hand, knew that if Esau, if he didn't, if he just let Esau go his own way, all the blessings of the birthright and the the blessing would go to the world. So Jacob, God used him to take those two, the blessing and the birthright, to bring it to the children of Israel, to bless them to this very day. But prophetic people, you cannot, if you are trying to take that front seat you're going to be so frustrated because you're never going to get there. And if you do get there, you're going to be removed. And then religion. So my wife and I were spending more time out of Colorado than in Colorado. I think it was about 2015. <clears throat> Excuse me. I uh, We were in Colorado. I had come back for something. And I was taking a prayer drive up to Cheyenne, I-25 North. And it was funny, as I drive through the area, I start noticing all these brand new churches, all these new assemblies. I'd never seen the explosion of assemblies in since 2006, seven, an explosion of assemblies all over the front range. I couldn't believe it. And the Lord told me, what did I tell you was going to happen? I told you in 2006, there was going to be explosion of religion in northern Colorado. And boom, there I was. Exactly what the Holy Spirit had told me. Here are all these new assemblies everywhere. So am I saying that these assemblies are not of God? Most of them. Most of them are the will of man. 
the will of flesh, the flesh, and the will of blood. It's a business. 90% of them. It's a business. Not by the will of God, but by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood. And they will work against the purposes of God unless the pastors really are arrested by the Holy Spirit and will yield to the wishes of the Holy Spirit and to the direction that the Holy Spirit is going to go in northern Colorado. Until these pastors or these men in these assemblies, not all of them are even Christian. They're not even believers, some of them. But until they are arrested, and even the people in the assemblies, the Christians, they need to be literally, I mean that in the sense of arrested by the Holy Spirit and held up by Him to get them to stop the direction that they're going. They will work against the plan of God in what is going to happen here in northern Colorado. They will work against it. And they will believe that they're doing the will of God. The greatest enemy is religion when religion is not led by the Holy Spirit. It's a big enemy. It's a great enemy of, of God, of Christ, of His people, of the church. Are all these assemblies that have opened up, are they of God? I say no. This prophet says no. I was warned by the Holy Spirit and told what was going to happen. Yes, there are some. There are some, but not all. It's a business. Judaism became a business. And the churches of God have become a business. This is part of the great apostasy. Apostasy. This is apostasy in practice. Anybody, you know, I have a friend. John, remember, he was friends with John Wimber. He knew Wimber from the 70s. And Wimber, uh, he became a vineyard pastor down in Denver. And success. Just the name Vineyard. If you had John Wimber's blessing and you started a vineyard in Fort Collins, in Longmont, in Denver, in between Longmont and Boulder, anywhere, it was success. They have a, they have a manual for success. The name vineyard meant success. And he was very successful. And another friend had a vineyard down in South Denver. Very successful. It is a method. It is there is a structure. There is a everything you need for success. Religion. Now you have a body of people that are God's children. They belong to God. But they're not being trained or taught or encouraged to start to read the scripture on your own and pray on your own and meet with two or three or 12 or 20 people in little assemblies. Yes, there's an advantage to big assemblies. 
They're fun. I enjoyed being in the big assembly. The biggest assembly I was ever a part of was about 300 people in Denver. And we pretty much knew each other. We were truly a tight community to some degree. But in that assembly of 300, there was about 50 or 60 that I was really tight with, my wife and I. And it was, it was wonderful because we enjoyed the fellowship. We enjoyed studying the scriptures. We enjoyed praying together. Any church that is not a prayer church, you better run from it. If you can't have corporate prayer, if you cannot petition the God of heaven for the needs of whatever the vision is, true vision of that leading people, the people that are giving direction to that assembly, if there's no prayer, if you we have access to heaven itself to pray and ask God and petition Him for our personal needs and our community, our, our needs of the assembly and community, you better run. And the power that this new move of the Holy Spirit is going to have, the new, the power of what is coming is not going to be assemblies. It's going to be two, three. Christ will be with you. Just two or three. If you are one, you will take mountains and, and they will be moved into the sea. Believe what the Bible says. Believe the word of God. If you think that you can please God without faith, you are mistaken. It is impossible to please, to please God without faith. Simple verses like that. Do you have a need? Ask. If you don't ask, God will read your heart and He'll wait until eventually He'll have to help you. If you have a need, ask. If there's a, a, something that you need revelation about, seek Him. Ask, seek, and if it appears as if you're not getting any answers, start knocking. Knock. Just keep knocking. Just keep pestering God. And He'll open the doors for you. We've got to take the Scripture, and with the Scripture, and with the faith of God's children, the mountains and the obstacles before you will be cast and moved into the sea. They will be removed. But Christ did say, You have not because you ask not. Simple things. This program today, I on the way in, I'm asking the Lord, Okay, what direction do I go? What direction? Firstly, I need your Holy Spirit. I need your Holy Spirit above all things. I don't know what is best for this audience. I can't see their faces. I don't know their needs. What is best? And the Holy Spirit said, begin with just talking about Revelation 11, the two witnesses, not two individual people. This is a collective of Jewish people and Gentile people, Hebrew people and Gentile, and, and Gentile people who are one in Messiah, who are one in Christ, who have received the same baptism, the children of God 
One is the root from the root. The other is a branch grafted in. Both are in the almighty plan of almighty God. Revelation chapter 11. And they're prophets. They have prophetic ability. God has ordained them to become and to study and to practice in their prophetic giftings because we're going to stop the rain. We're going to stop the rain. Here, we, we, uh, we uh, prophetic people in this, these three counties, during the days of our prophesying, we're going to stop anything, any moisture from coming over those peaks to the west of us. Satan is going to give Antichrist power over the atmosphere to cause it to rain, to snow, whatever he wants to do, to cause the winds to increase. Well, God is going to show the forces of the kingdom of darkness the authority and power that he has given his people through prayer and through standing, standing before the God of heaven, standing like pillars, pillars holding up the plan and purpose of Almighty God, the eternal purpose of God, like pillars, standing, able to carry whatever comes, no matter what the load is, we stand before Christ. We stand in obedience. We stand in authority. We stand in power. Fully mature, not adolescent any longer. Mature in Christ, and the gates of hell will not prevail against this body of believers. We'll be back in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Hi, this is Taylor Rhodes, Executive Director of Rocky Mountain Gun Owners, Colorado's premier Second Amendment advocacy group. While other groups spend their days begging for scraps at the table of elitist politicians, we spend our days fighting for gun owners in Colorado. Our focus is the fights that matter here in our backyard. Whether it be in the courtroom, under the Golden Dome, or at your city council meeting, you can count on RMGO to be there to support your God-given rights to bear arms. Please visit rmgo.org forward slash 1360 and become a member today. Rocky Mountain Gun Owners, it's a right, not a privilege. You were born for such a time as this. In light of all that is happening in our nation, you're needed now more than ever to continue saving lives and supporting families in our community. Join Life Choices at our Night for Life fundraiser, September 8th in Longmont and 9th in Loveland. Register at lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050. Help make a difference for life. Register at lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34 is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs. 
this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592. The Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus It is a happy day, very happy day. <clears throat> These two witnesses, you cannot have prophets who are not born again. Israel does have its holy people in Israel to this day. They do not have the authority and power that the born-again people in the churches of God have. We are in a period of time from the birth of the, from the, the, the initial experience of being born again till the last individual who will ever be born again is born again. That period of time from that beginning to that last individual is the church age. It's the dispensation of the Holy Spirit upon mankind and the purpose and the eternal purpose and the great plan of God is with these people. Israel, there is a plan with the elect of God that will be carried out. God promised that he would protect them. He would keep them. They have his covenants to this very day. The Gentile people, they have their rewards and they have their prophecies. But we in the body of Christ, the greatest prophecies, the greatest blessings are to we believers that are Hebrew and Gentile. We are one family. We are two adopted children into Christ, Messiah, and together, jointly, we will carry out a magnificent plan for God in the time in which we are in. In the book of Acts, initially the Spirit fell upon the Jewish people, but eventually Peter would go to the house of Cornelius 
and the Gentile people would be birthed into the body of Christ. And Saul would have his conversion and become Paul. And his ministry, even though he was Jewish, his ministry was directly, specifically to the Gentile people to give the Gentile people an understanding of what God's intention was for them and their future working with the children of Israel that were born again. The New Testament is complete. And it was through the writings of the Apostle Paul that the cultures of the world changed in a dynamic, very powerful way. His epistles, his writings have changed the world to this very day. The plan that God had with the born-again people is the way in which God, the hand of God, is how the hand of God is working in the world today. It is through the born-again children of God. And within the community of this family, you have prophets. You have pastors, evangelists, teachers, and apostles. You have the five. There is a teaching that we believers that are prophetic, we are going to take the nations of the world, we're going to take the cities and the counties and the states and the nations and give these nations and these give the world to Christ at his second coming. It's called dominionism. This is a very satanic, evil teaching. No, no. The Bible, it is anti-Bible. We are not going to take over anything. I read to you in the first hour, hour, Revelation chapter 11. Christ is coming to take the kingdoms. He's coming. They're going to be given to him. He's coming to take them for himself. We're not giving him anything. We, in the body of Christ, according to Revelation 11, the prophets, we're going to be, the armies of Antichrist are coming after us. That doesn't sound like we're taking back anything to give to Christ. Oh, we want to give, take the world for Christ and give it to Christ as a, as a gift when he returns. It's, it is not biblical. It is not biblical. This is a heresy, a great heresy of our time and our land. This was part of, you know, uh, it's called dominionism. It's called the New Apostolic Reform Movement. They are doing exactly what I just presented to you. They are going internationally to try to take over the nations of the world for Christ. No, we're to go to the nations of the world and preach Christ. We're not taking over anything. We are to present the gospel of peace to them. That Christ, through receiving Christ, you now have peace with God. God and, and we, we are at peace with God. The gospel of peace. At, we're at war with God before we meet Christ. We're an enemy, to, an enemy of God. We're at enmity with God. We're destined for judgment eternally. But through Christ, now we have peace with God. This is what we're to do. We're to take the gospel of peace to every man, woman, and child, present to them this gospel 
that they can be at peace with God. But we're not taking back anything. This is part of the great apostasy. It's another leg or another, you know, caterpillars or, or uh, centipedes. A hundred legs. This is apostasy. Apostasy has a hundred legs. It's very difficult to present in just one thought. But Christ did it adequately. Leaven. You take what is pure and you leaven it. And the whole lump becomes leavened. This is what religion does. It takes what's pure and makes it impure, contaminates it. Apostasy. Like the legs on a centipede. So many different legs. And one of the legs is the new apostolic reform movement. We're not taking back anything for Christ. We're not taking this world over. We're at war with this cosmos. The cosmos is at war with us. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against principalities, powers, spirits in high places. You know, we, there's a thought that we can bind this, the principalities and powers and bind them. We can bind the devil and cast him to hell. No, we can't. They have a right to carry out the plan of Satan. Even the, the spirit of Weld County that flies in the air that you can't see that directs everything in Weld County. He has people that, or, or spirits, that each have an assignment. And then the assignments go on down to the demons. We can't bind that spirit. We can, we can ask God to shake what they're doing. We can ask God to send his angels to interfere. But no, we can't bind them. They have a right to be here. When Christ returns, they'll be dealt with. Same with Larimer County and Boulder County. The witchcraft in Weld County is very powerful. Very powerful. Larimer County, more powerful. Boulder County, forget it. The witchcraft in that county, great, great evil, according to what the Holy Spirit told me, is coming out of Boulder County. Great evil. Like the, that's going to affect the whole world. Great, great evil. Then you've got that stronghold down there in Denver. Denver, the county of Denver. You've got the two of them together, working together. This is why the occult world, they know how powerful Colorado is because it is the high place of the country. This is the top of the country. This is the plateau of the nation. All the witches in the Old Testament, they always went to the high places. No different today. Yes, there's great evil in Washington, D.C., in California, all over the country. But this, Colorado, is the high place. And guess what? You prophetic people, this is why I say, sisters, Brothers, you better be righteous, you better be holy, 
You better deal with the guile in your heart, the hidden motives, the plans, the ambitions, your your uh, competitiveness. You better deal with it. Because if you don't, then that invisible world is going to give you, raise havoc with you. Husbands, pray for your families. Wives, pray for your families. Husband and wives, you both better pray that Satan can't come in between you and cause you to separate and divorce. This is the strategy of the devil. It's a strategy. Paul said that we are not to ignore his devices. Yes, the translation says we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. We're not. But in the Greek, the, the, the deeper Greek, we are not to ignore his devices. One of his objectives, divorce. Divorce. If you can't remain together, husband and wives, if you can't remain together, if it's just too much conflict, <coughs> then you can separate, but no divorce. I have to think about a very influential female singer in the 70s and 80s. Very, very influential. And I've had to think about this. And she divorced her husband. And uh, ruined her career. What it did is the divorce. It took the intensity of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit departed basically. If I'd have been involved in her life. I'd have told her you can separate. But you can't divorce. Prophets, protect prophetic women, protect the anointing. Protect the anointing of the Holy Spirit on your lives. Without the anointing, you are going to be miserable and God's plan is going to be hindered. Protect the anointing. You want a divorce, brothers and sisters, you young people? You want a divorce? With a divorce is going to come a the anointing on your life is going to be diminished. Young men, if your wife wants to divorce you, don't divorce her. Women, sisters, your husband wants to divorce you, and you're Christians, don't don't agree to the divorce. If there's been infidelity, well, that's different. According to what the Lord said, if there's infidelity, if you can work it out, work it out. In this time in which we live, we can't fool around anymore with what the Scripture says. Everything Satan is going to do, every attack on you, is to kill the anointing that you have. Every single thing that the occult world does is to increase the power of demonic, the demonic influence and power with these people. And Satan would love to take your anointing. Would love to take your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. 
This is the battle here for northern Colorado for prophetic people. And you prophetic people, um, be led by the Lord. Be led by the Lord. And be, and, and pray for protection. At all times, pray for protection. And I do, with that, I, I do want to say that I really appreciate all the assistance I get financially from those who help me in person, those who help me through the mail. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I also appreciate immensely the prayers, your prayers. I do not, I am not an individual that takes the matter of prayer lightly. If you are not a prayer person, become a prayer person. I have a friend, and he great, great, deep in the Lord. And I used to always tell him, we'd get together, and uh, we'd talk about this or that. And in the middle of his daughter was having uh, some trouble, and without even waiting, I just said, we just prayed. We prayed for her right on the spot. And then he had a grandson. And we were talking about that. I said, we prayed immediately. I just prayed for the boy. And eventually, I would always tell him, Alex, I pray for this. I pray for that. I pray for these, all these things. One day he came. He says, brother, you've been saying this and I didn't know it. He says, I just do. I just, if healing needs to take place, I just pray for healing. I don't pray. But he started praying. And then I hadn't seen him for about three or four months. We got together. He goes, wow, wow, brother. I've been praying more now than ever before. This man, he prays more than you can ever imagine. He found the power of the great ability of intercession. This is the prophets that are going to be Effective must be people of prayer and prayer by faith, in faith. We all have the, we, we all can pick up that mantle of intercession and you can move Literally, you can move more through intercession than you could even imagine. Interceding for individuals, interceding for uh, the will of God, the plan of God, whatever. I uh, working with this pastor down in Denver. I told pastors <clears throat> a few years ago. The assemblies that are going to be protected and effective must have a prophetic prayer team. They must have people that have insight into the, with their intuitive abilities to intercede because Satan will come in and they need to see what's coming in the door. Well, at the end of hour two, we'll be back in just a few minutes to finish out this hour. 
Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new, state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. What are we going to do tonight? Too much stuff to do, you ain't lying. Won't you just jump in the ride and see what's on? Everybody's mine. We're going to go to Spirits Music Hall. That's what we're going to do tonight. Live music, comedy, wrestling, karaoke, and more. Acts that you do not want to miss. All at Spirits Music Hall, located at 1 North Parish Avenue, Johnstown. Across the street from our radio station, 1360 KHNC. Get tickets and see the schedule of events at spiritsmusichall.com. That's spiritsmusichall.com. You can also buy tickets at the door during the events. Experience live local entertainment that you will love. Go to spiritsmusichall.com. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, Use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. Okay, that's, uh, this is going to be the last segment of the second hour my contact information is P.O. Box, Long, is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are 1360khnc.com. With um, the anointing, Chuck Swindoll, was it Chuck Swindoll? I believe it was Chuck Swindoll gave a testimony. He had a pastor friend that uh, was involved in an uh, an affair, and they'd been friends for years and years. Well, the man had gotten involved in an affair, and Chuck uh, didn't hear from him. He didn't know how to call him. He didn't know what to say. 
But one day he got a call from the friend. And they went out and had lunch. And he told Chuck what had happened. And uh, Chuck says, well, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and we'll just put you in like a, you know, we'll put you in a, in a rehab kind of a sit setting. And we'll just, uh, you know, work with you and you can come back into ministry. And the guy told, the brother told Chuck, he said, you don't understand. My ministry is over. I've shamed my wife, my family. I've uh, offended the Lord. Uh, and my ministry is over. It's, I'm done. There's just nothing left for me but to go be with the Lord. Chuck said, no, no, no. We, you know, we have these programs where we can get you back in and restore you back to ministry. Well, I know what the brother was saying. He said, no, Chuck, you don't understand. I don't have the Holy Spirit with me anymore. Something to that effect. I know exactly what the man was saying. And Chuck tried to encourage him, said, well, we have, you know, you can... It's the evangelical way. You have somebody in ministry with authority over people. They commit something like this. They do this type of uh, uh, act, and they're unfaithful to their wives. Well, they can be restored, put back into. No, that's not what the Scripture says. No. Once that happens, the Spirit of God has departed off of your life. There is the ways of man, and the ways of God. The Spirit was off of this man, and he tried to tell Chuck, and Chuck didn't get it. A month later, the man stepped off of a curb, a bus hit him, he went to be with the Lord. Chuck said that it took him a couple of years, but then he realized what the brother was saying. Uh, protect your anointing. If you don't protect your anointing, then you're open season for the devil. Prophetic people, you must protect the anointing. You must be careful not to offend God, and you need to be careful you do not transgress. Because, just like with King Saul, the spirit can depart from you. Protect the anointing of God that you have. From the time I was young in the Lord, that's one thing I did. I just instinctively knew to protect the Holy Spirit upon my life or else it would be over. I would just go be with the Lord. That's the end of Hour 2. I'll be back. We'll continue for Hour 3 in a few minutes. This is Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church, and the podcasts are 1360khnc.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes for the Hour 3. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360khnc.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Aurora police shot and killed a suspected car thief Saturday near the border between Denver and Aurora. Denver police are now investigating. Aurora officers approached two suspects with a stolen car at a gas station. One of them ran, and officers pursued him for about a block, according to interim Denver chief Ron Thomas. He got to a fence and turned and confronted the officers, produced a weapon, uh, and threatened the officers. At this time, we believe at least two officers uh, discharged their weapons, striking the suspect who went down. The suspect died a short time later at Denver's University Hospital. A woman who witnessed the confrontation wants to stay anonymous. And they shot that man five times, and when they shot him, his hands was up. His hands was up, and his back was toward him. She says her 10-year-old daughter also witnessed the shooting. Along with Denver, the state patrol and CBI will look into the incident. The second suspect wasn't injured and is in jail. Saturday, the Weld County community honored one of its own, Sheriff's Deputy Alexis Hine-Newtz, who was killed on her way to work last weekend, just over a week before her 25th birthday, which she would have been driven, tomorrow. She was motivated, she was a hard charger, and she was just a kid. We're all going to miss her. Thank you for your service, Alexis. Thank you for your commitment and service to the people and to God. We have the watch room here, sister. Hyde Newtz's motorcycle was struck in a hit-and-run last Sunday evening. The suspected drunk driver arrested Monday in Greeley. A Colorado man's been sentenced for his role in the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol in Washington. Thomas Hamner of Payton has been sentenced to two and a half years in federal prison. Hamner fought with police as rioters broke through makeshift barriers made of bike racks. He was arrested ten months after the attack. He pleaded guilty to a felony charge of interfering with police during civil disobedience. In sports, college football Saturday saw the CU Buffs lose 45-17 to UCLA, and CSU's Rams were beaten 41-10 by Sacramento State. Both teams are now 0-4 on the season. And the Broncos look for a second win tonight, hosting the 49ers. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress-free, and climate-controlled. A modern fleet of in-town, door-to-door, and across-state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear, clean underwear, yeah, my mama Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Do you have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey Jaquint and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. 
Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always properly diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048, and I'm always a call or text away. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. So, I've been presenting insight into the prophetic move in northern Colorado and the prophetic people in northern Colorado. I know that uh, it's difficult to sit for three hours. So, this is why we have I have the programs on podcast on 1360khnc.com. You can 15 minutes here, 30 minutes here, there, an hour. And then there are things I know that I've talked to people that I present. You can't get everything in one setting. You can't. I uh, go back. I listen to podcasts to criticize, to, you know, to, there are so many things and mistakes that I make. I quote a scripture here, a fact there, and I'm mistaken. But I go on. That's what we have to do. Continue. Try not to make I try not to make mistakes. I try to present things as clearly as possible. But that's not always possible. So we try to Shoot for accuracy. I try to, as much as possible. <coughs> Excuse me. But, with the Scripture, and what the Scripture says about the time that we're in, we're closing out the age. We're not opening the age. We're not carrying 
Christ any longer. The Ark of the Covenant were not carrying him through time anymore. The early church picked up the Ark of the Covenant, picked up Christ, and they have been carrying the Ark of the Covenant, carrying Christ to the nations from that time to this time. He is the Ark of the Covenant. Within the Ark of the Covenant, there are only two things, the tablets of stone. And within Christ, He is the Word of God. And this has been traveling through the societies of the world, the nations of the world, through time to this point. But now, we, in the body of Christ, we are the ones who are handling all that Messiah is, we are not handling something common, something base, something that is uh, casual. We are handling the God of Almighty, uh, the, the, the God of creation, the immortal God, the invisible God. This is who we lives inside of us. And as priests, this is who we present to everyone around us. An invisible God, but real. You can't see the wind, but you look at the mountains and you can see how the wind etches granite. We prophetic people, we are closing out the age. There are few apostles I don't want to discuss that too much. I should. There will be some apostles. The apostles, what makes them, I guess, the... How, would I, how, how am I going to put this? I have two books I'm writing. They're in my head. I doubt they'll ever get onto paper. I don't have the time. But I do know, and I've been studying since a young, a young Christian. How is it? How did God and how does He make prophets? Like making a, a, making a, a loaf of bread or, or making something. You just make something. How is it that God... I, the word make is not adequate. How is it that God raises up prophets? How does he do that? Firstly, they must be called. The apostles, same principle. They are called by God, ordained from the foundation of the world, to positions of authority, responsibility, with a specific task. Moses, ordained from the foundation of the world, for a specific task and given every thing needed to carry out the objective that God gave him. He needed to go to Pharaoh and reveal the power of the God of heaven that he was uh, employed by and then he displayed the power of God to Pharaoh, because that's all Pharaoh knew. Pharaoh's magicians were as powerful in some of the 
magic. They're using magic. Moses is using the power of God. The magicians are able to duplicate what Moses did, but eventually even the magicians said, no, we can't do this. This this is God. Moses was called by God, ordained from the foundation of the world. Same principle with the apostles in the time in which we live. I'm going to jump to apostles. The principle with the apostles flows over into the prophetic people. Ordained, called, appointed to an office with a task and a, with a, something specific for that individual. Daniel, as a prophet, he was a captive. He was uh, captured and taken to the court of the king. And that is where God ordained that he would have his ministry in captivity, working for the king, helping build Babylon. There was Jonah. He was specifically to go to a nation to pronounce judgment. And he left and he had to be carried back in the belly of a whale to finish pronouncing God's plan for that nation. Joseph, he had a prophetic, there was a prophetic plan with Joseph, but it would be carried out when he was rejected by his family. And that rejection, many of you have been rejected Turn your rejection to an asset. Thank God you are rejected by family, by your mother, by your father, by your brothers, by your sisters. Thank God. Praise Him. Worship Him. God has anointed praise. He has anointed. He has anointed praise to destroy the destroyer. Thank God for your reject, rejection. Joseph was rejected. He's sold. Then he's taken, sold again, and he ends up with Potiphar. And he's uh, lied about. But with everything negative that happened, it kept putting him further into the plan of God. Prophetic people. Take the rejection. Take whatever it is that has come against you. Praise God. Thank God for it. Because it will work together for good. All things work together for good. That's what God's word says. But you've got to believe it. You've got to take that word and you've got to strike it. Strike it against the Holy Spirit. Bring the Holy Spirit. And, and beat that. Beat that word with the Holy Spirit. Smite those arrows on that word. God will cause all things to work together for good to those that love Him. All things? All things. Rejection? Rejection. 
abuse, abuse. All things work together for good. Sickness, yes. Any kind of hardship, yes. Take what has happened to you and let God use it. Let God teach you. Let God show you. If he needed to, to help you with patience or humility or whatever it may be, you give it to him. You give your rejection to him. You say, Lord, they've rejected me. And Christ is going to tell you one simple thing. Yes, they have rejected you, but I have not rejected you. Christ has not rejected you, so why do you feel rejected? Women abused as children. Turn that abuse, turn the evil, turn everything that happened to you. Give it to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to cause it for good, to use it for good. That it will work together for good. I know people that have been in satanic settings and God has used it for good. So Joseph, rejection, betrayal, people forget about him. He prophesies to the butler, the baker, and they forget and, and the the uh, butler forgets about him. And then a year a little bit later, he remembers and his sin he, he's reminded of his sin, tells Pharaoh, and Joseph is elevated through the vision of God, he is elevated to Pharaoh's right hand. He is given a ring which gives him the authority to save the lives of Egypt and his family. Those who rejected him, he saves them. It was ordained that through the seed of Abraham, through the seed of, of uh, Isaac, a great plan would be fulfilled with the children of Israel. And that plan was protected through Joseph. And the children of Israel have to go to Egypt through God arranges the famine. And they go to Egypt. And Pharaoh gives them, what does Pharaoh give them? The king, the world, the cosmos, the world gives them Goshen. Goshen basically is the hand of God that will carry them through hard time. You've got to have your Goshen. God is the one that's going to carry us through this time that's coming. You have to believe that. We're closing down this age. We live in the land of the coming Antichrist. God is going to carry us. Each of us will be in God's hand. In Christ. In Messiah. In the protection of God Almighty. We're going to have our Goshen. And in our Goshen, we're going to be protected from the judgments of the world, the punishment of the world. Not the wrath. We won't be here for that. But the hardships to come. And just like Stephen, we got to take the scripture. Stephen, he looks up and he sees Christ. 
He sees Messiah. He sees the Son of God standing on the edge of heaven, looking down at Him, paying attention to Him. And He says, I see the Son of Man. Oh, they couldn't handle that. Ordained to be prophets. Ordained to be apostles. Now, one thing about the apostles and the prophets. They protect the anointing. Now, you have Elijah and Elisha. Elijah, as he's leaving, or Elisha goes to Elijah, says, I want your anointing. And Elijah, Elijah says, well, if you see me leave, okay. And Elisha ascends. Elisha sees it. He receives a double portion. The children of Israel, they had the portion of Elijah. We in the churches, we who are born again, we saw the reality of Elijah. We saw him ascend to his throne in heaven. We saw and we know of the God of the, the Messiah. We, we, through witnesses, know that Messiah ascended. And because of that, through his ascension, we have received the double portion. We have received a double portion of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was upon Israel prior to Christ's death. But now, after Christ's death, with the children of uh, children in the upper room uh, in the room being saved that night, this Holy Spirit breathes into them. We have the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> we not only have Christ upon us, but we have Christ within us. We are. In the time of Elisha. Use your hardship. You can't. You have, you have to quit tending to your wounds. And remembering your wounds and your hurts. And the hardships. Turn it. Turn it. Give it to God. Let it be a strength. Let it be a strength. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. You have a double portion of the Spirit of God. We have received that double portion in the body of Christ. So Joseph ends up saving Egypt and his family. Now with the, you know, there's a term, the Major prophets, minor prophets. Uh, bad way to phrase it. You had the prophets, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah. These were pre-exile prophets, before the exile. Their ministry was a hard ministry. Their ministry was to pronounce the... Uh, negative sanctions that were going to come upon Israel for being apostate, for not obeying what Moses had given the children of Israel. 
And these men came. They were pre-exilic, pre-exile. They're the ones who gave the prophecies about Israel going into captivity, carried out of their land. They will return to their land, carried out of their land. They will be punished. Hardships. These men feared God. Prophets, do you fear God? Do you fear that you will lose your anointing? If you lose your anointing, you will be ineffective. So they have to give a hard word to the children of Israel. And they see the evil that's taking place in Israel with just the Israel as a nation, civilly, in the civil in the society and in the priesthood. They're looking at both. Society and what's happening in the temple. Then you have the prophets who are now in exile. Daniel, Zechariah, after they're in exile. And these prophets are prophesying Israel's return. They're telling the uh, children of Israel and the world why they're in captivity, why they're being punished, and what it's going to take for them to lift the chastisement, return to their God. Are you, in this audience... Are some of you kind of distant from the Lord? He's waiting for you to return. You don't need to be the prodigal son. You don't need to be. You can return. You have the blood. You have atonement. You have forgiveness. You have free will. Return to Him. Return. Not everybody is called to be, in the prophetic sense, to have a, an office of a prophet. Now, there are offices. But with offices, before you're given that office and that duty, you have to be ordained to it. And then the Holy Spirit will go to work to train you for it. You have to be trained. Again, I go back to you must be righteous. You must be holy. Your conduct must be right and just with God. Right and just with your fellow man. You can't have guile in your heart. Some of the prophets in the Old Testament, they decided to do a little prophetic work for money. Uh-uh. Nope. There's where the guile comes in. Why are so many of these assemblies here in northern Colorado that has sprung up. What's the guile in the heart of these men in some of these assemblies? They can say that it's really to help God's children. But I can tell you, I know what's in their heart. It is a good living, depending on where they are situated. Here, right here in Johnstown, do you realize the explosion that's going to take place in this area right here? You watch more churches spring up. 
you watch more assemblies spring up. Wherever the people move into an area, churches spring up. Like I said in the second hour, are they all of God? No. Some? Yes. Prophets must be righteous. They must be holy. They cannot have any guile in their heart. And they have to be at all times under the tutorship of the Holy Spirit. You never know what the Holy Spirit's going to train you to do next or, or where He's going to take you. You cannot seek a position of authority. You can't. You have to wait for the Holy Spirit to appoint you to whatever it is He has ordained for you to be appointed to. There is a hierarchy. There is a, there is a structure. It's a godly structure. It's in the scripture. The children of Israel didn't like the structure with Moses. They suffered. They were penalized for that. Even his, his sister, she was penalized also. She repented. There is a structure. Then with each, what, what is requested by the Holy Spirit of you, if you've been ordained to something, only you know the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. You take care of your responsibilities in what God has asked you to do. Do not seek extra responsibility. That is a mistake prophetic people and in general people make. Wanting more responsibility. The motive is more responsibility. The more you're going to be out there and people can see you and it's going to stroke your ego. Ego. Satan will trick you. That's what he does. We're not to ignore his devices. We'll be back in just a second. We're at the last 30 minutes of today's program. Podcast will be 1360khnc.com. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Is your fireplace not running right? Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician. And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical, servicing Northern Colorado. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and fire pits. Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant flame.com by now you know how good CBD can be for you but here's some things CBD can't help you with those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring gay frogs or racist cows climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones this has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC the roar of the Rockies. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. 
Hi, this is Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. I want to talk to you for a moment about investment. Savings is great, and everyone who listens to KHNC knows who to call. But I want to talk to you about Joey Jaquint. Give him a call at 602-909-9048. Why call Joey? Because there are ways to grow your money by investing with Joey Jaquint and Northwestern Mutual. Gold is safe, but with risk comes reward. And Joey can put your money into high-risk or low-risk products to grow your money with investing. Joey can also cover those just-in-case situations with very important life insurance policies, some of which can grow your money and be used in the future. Call Joey at 602-909-9048. Buy all the gold you can afford, but call Joey and learn how to protect and grow your money with some well-placed investments. P.E. Gun Show, October 8th and 9th, will feature firearms giveaway both Saturday and Sunday. Show location is the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Mall. With food all weekend, CCW classes, and firearms drawings, it makes the perfect way to spend the day. For more details, see P.E.Shows.com. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at the show. J.D. the Colorado Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio, Saturdays from noon to 1. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Can you believe how time flies? Boy, does it go. Can't believe it. We're in the last 30 minutes of the three-hour program, and again, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com, and uh, you can uh, contact me at Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Thank you so much for your prayers. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, I had a different direction to go today, but nope. There is something happening in northern Colorado, and God now is beginning to reveal to the people in this country, in these counties, what his plan is. It's been hidden from religion, from the occult, and from the prophetic people, but now the Lord is going to reveal more intricately what this is all about. And to the prophetic people, there's been caution, warning, you cannot, you, your, your, your uh, competitive nature has got to be taken to the cross, it's got to be crossed out. Your, your ego, your, what you, many, many prophetic people, men and women, they have the thought. And every thought they have, they don't test. They just assume that it is the Holy Spirit. The Lord told me this. The Lord told me that. The Lord tells me a lot of things too. But I test them. I test them. Because there are invisible 
languages out there, they're invisible entities that are speaking all the time. And a lot of times you're not hearing Holy Spirit, you're hearing these other things. You've got to be careful. This is why now more than ever, men and people that are very, that have, that have the experience today, that have the experiences, you have the scripture, the background, biblically, Thank God I do. But then you have the experience of the prophetic world. Thank God I do. Why? Because I've been ordained into that world. I've been called into that world. I didn't choose that world. Just like I didn't choose to have insight into the occult world. I didn't choose that. The Lord called me into it to give me insight into that world. At first I didn't think I wanted to go that direction. But the Lord told me, no, I'm going to teach you some things because you're going to need this for your future. When he told me that, I had no doubt. Uh-oh, I don't know what's coming, but I better be a good student. I better be to class every day. I better be on time. Better be at the front of the class. I better pay attention. I better not drift. Today, I had these other topics that are important, and I'm going to get to them. But what is it, the strengths of people that are apostolic, even more so than prophetic people? The people that are apostolic must be extremely sensitive, not only sensitive to, but must have the anointing on them. The Apostle Paul could not have carried out his ministry without the anointing. And God had given him called him to that position and with it gave him an extra sensitivity to the anointing and the insight of the scriptures. Not just the anointing, but insight into the mysteries revealed in the Old Testament. Because of his background in uh, Judaism, he had one component then he was born again. He went into the wilderness. He went away from everything. And there the instruction of the Holy Spirit began. And that became his strength. And he relied on that. It was the exact same thing with the apostles. They had the anointing. They had that extra ordained sensitivity and insight and speaking of the Holy Spirit upon them. The prophets the same, but the prophets will not have the vision, the clarity of vision, and the anointing in the sense of the apostles. The apostles are the ones 
that will give the direction and the prophets will also have that same direction and they'll have that knowledge and the two working together. But still, there's the office of an apostle, the office of a prophet. They are different. The anointing is vital for both. But there is an edge in a sense that God gives apostles. Are there apostles in our time? Yes. Many in the fundamental churches will disagree. It's okay. They can disagree. The Bible says that at the end of the world, in the book of Revelation, chapter 18, the apostle, the holy apostles and prophets are going to be killed, martyred. This is at the end of the world, at the end of the church age, not at the beginning only. Were there a, was there a need for apostles during the last 2,000 years? Not necessarily. You had the churches of God. They were they were the, the hand of God moving through the centuries. But at the end of the world, there is a need for apostles, especially in the United States of America. Why? Because this is the land of the coming Antichrist. So the apostles have accurate, accurately, they have to, they must, they must encourage the prophetic people. You must be accurate in doctrine. You must. You cannot fudge on doctrine. You cannot, you cannot be careless with theology. And you cannot be careless with eschatology. As a an apostle, Paul gave insight into the end of the world, especially Second Thessalonians chapter 2, concerning the man of sin. John, through the book of Revelation. There must be apostles in the land, but the apostles cannot be self-appointed. Nope, not the principle. The principle is ordained from the foundation of the world by the Lord. He chooses. He positions. It is not a matter of self-will. It's not a matter of the will of the, of the will of man, the will of the flesh, or the will of blood. We're born again into this kingdom in those principles. We're born again by the will of God. Not by the will of man, the will of the flesh, the will of blood. So, we're ordained. There are those who are ordained to positions. Joseph was ordained. Moses was ordained. Abraham was ordained to be the head of a family. The Jewish family through Isaac. Then Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, they were ordained to their time. Daniel was ordained 
the sovereign hand of God would bring him out of out of Israel into the employ of Nebuchadnezzar. And it would be in Babylon where Daniel would receive his visions from God. Here at the end of the world, there's going to be a... There will be, because of the nature of man, everybody wants to be an apostle. Going back to the principle I mentioned here, I think, last hour. Do not seek for responsibility. Don't do it. It is danger. And in a sense, it's a danger. I, I'm not so concerned of the danger to whoever seeks responsibility. I'm not really concerned about these individuals. I'm concerned about the damage you're going to do to God's children. A principle is this, another principle. God is concerned about His children. So concerned, He'll leave 99 who are safe to go get one who has been lost. And it is the apostles who have the vision that is needed for their area and also the time and we are at the end of the world and for this time there has to be vision that fits exactly the condition in the world presently apostles are going to be needed in Babylon the Great because this nation again, is in the Bible. This nation is, is, a, is going to be the hammer of the whole earth. And for the, the residue of believers who are going to be in this world of witnesses, they need the direction that the scripture gives and the insight that will come through people that have apostolic gifting having or been ordained to great sensitivity great knowledge of the holy spirit above all things great vast experience of the scripture the knowledge of the scripture what the bible says about the time that we're in and in conjunction with, they must have the experience. They cannot be people that will cavitate, that will bend, that will break under pressure. They can't, no matter what. And the prophetic people, in the same sense, will be these type of individuals. But the prophetic people are the ones that are going to carry because there are going to be more prophetic people than there are going to be apostles. The few apostles will direct the prophetic people. There are the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, the pastors. And the pastors will be more effective with prophetic people in their assemblies. They can watch what's coming in the door. They can watch what's happening within the assembly that can can uh, that with the pastors the pastors may be good teachers of the word 
but the pastors do not have vision that the prophets and the apostles have. Pastors will have limited vision. They are there to to oversee the assembly, but that doesn't mean they have the vision that they need to have. Many of the pastors presently, they have their their uh, programs, they have their, what, what they know. They're doing what they know. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're being the most effective. I know many pastors that don't have an idea of the time that we're in in the world. They don't realize we're closing out the age. We're ending this, we're closing this down. And as we close it down, the hardships that the Bible says that are going to come to the body of Christ, they're going to come. And there are those that are saying, no, we're going to be raptured out of here ahead of time. I say, no, we're not. You always plan for the long race. You don't plan for short distance. It may be that the race is only a short race. It could be that there may be a rapture. Well, then, good. You're in shape. You've planned for the wrong long race. You're in shape. You're you're you have endurance. You your mindset is right. I'm going to go the whole distance, and you're ready. But if you end up running a short race, hey, no problem. But if you're planning to run a short race and you get to the end of what you think that you have the stamina for a short race, what are you going to do for the balance of the race? Boy, are you going to suffer. Mentally, the anguish that is going to come upon you, the horror, the terror, the anguish. God is trying to warn His children. My ministry is to northern Colorado. If it expands, that's in God's hand. I do not seek more responsibility. Do not seek responsibility. You will, you will destroy other people. Let God move you forward in whatever it is God has planned for you, whatever He has ordained for you from the foundation of the world. Another thing with the apostles, they are people of not just prayer, but deep intercession. And it is through deep intercession that they see and get the insights of God. That is how the insights come, through deep intercession. They are not casual with prayer. Prayer is, is the lifeline to the God of heaven. The apostles are fully aware of their relationship with this Godhead. And it is, it is the only thing that is important to them. There is the things of the world. Yes, yes, they, they use the things of the world, the world, you know, but no. With the apostles, everything is uh, all that they do 
everything that they do is with the relationship they have with God Almighty. They Another thing, before we get to this break, another thing is they are like the Apostle Paul. They are determined to be thorough. They are determined to be thorough. This was the quality that the Apostle Paul had. We'll be right back. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Tehibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 E7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J. DaysAppliance.com. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530. Serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. We're finishing out for today. I'm going to finish with my thought about the Apostle Paul. Yes, Paul was diligent. He was diligent. But there was an English writer that I used to like to read. His name was F.B. Myers. He wrote about the Apostle Paul. And he said that 
the quality that Paul had was he was he was thorough and he was uh, determined to be thorough he wasn't just disciplined that came into play yes but he was he was determined to be thorough you must be thorough I had read also about Moses to F.B. Meyer the qualities, the strengths, the weaknesses of Moses with Elijah the strengths, the calling of Elijah and the weaknesses and the big mistake that Elijah made the big mistake that cost Elijah his ministry was he ran from Jezebel he ran and the angel of the Lord who was Christ had to go down and tell him come back up come back and it cost him his ministry and eventually that is basically how he finished his his life he was still honored God did take him up but Elisha received his portion do not leave your post no matter what hardship comes you stay put do not reject Christ do not reject him do not accuse him of rejecting you he can never reject you there's going to be a war an attack the forces of hell will attack you and they will try to get trick you into believing that Christ has abandoned abandoned you and then your question is going to be why why is this happening to me well in the work of God there's going to be attacks always at all times because the attacks will come stand stand just like the pillars in Revelation 11 stand do not run do not crumble you have to stand these are the principles that you must obey you must not forget protect the anointing on your life above all things protect the anointing Satan will come to cause you to do something to strip you of that anointing Elijah he took off he didn't stand at his post fear got him and that fear cost him his ministry three people had to come to take over what Elijah was called to do a one person was assigned to Syria another assigned to Elijah went I think he was uh, Jerusalem and the other person I forget what uh, he was assigned to but we're done for today podcast 1360 khsc.com God bless you God keep you may you have the anointing of Almighty God the Spirit of God upon you this week uh, this day through the week God bless you God bless you your family all that you love God bless you. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. 
You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland.